Hi, and welcome to Women of Substance. Today I have a very special guest, Miss Tara Webb, and uh, she's a longtime friend, and I think she'll be a real encouragement to you. Of course, she's a wonderful Christian, loves the Lord and loves the Word of God. And um, she's been through some rough times and made it through with flying colors. And I love to hear from people who uh, actually walk the Word out and come through, just like Jesus promised, that He always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. And uh, so Tara has built a company from scratch and um, The name of the company is Tangerine Gourmet Cookies, and I highly recommend these cookies. They are the best you'll ever have. And she started in her home uh, just because of a really desperate need of finances at that time. And this was years ago. And so her business has grown, she said, every year and uh, developed and financially done better every year years since she started. So she's going to tell us some keys to successful business. And maybe if you're not interested in, in you know, developing a business, um, but you, you do want to step out and do something, maybe even uh, in your church or in your community, I think that you'll be inspired by her. So uh, stay tuned and make sure you listen to every word of this podcast. You'll be blessed for it. Hi, welcome to Women of Substance. We're so glad today that you joined us, and I have a very special guest, and her name is Tara Webb. Hi, Tara. Hi. (laughs) Appreciate you joining me today. I'm happy to. (laughs) And uh, Tara and I have known each other quite a few years, Mm -hmm. and uh, I've always been so impressed by her love and her kindness and just demeanor and the way she carries herself into Christian walk and also the courage that you've shown through the years, it's been very inspiring to me. And I thank you for that. So I I wanted to ask you to come on today to uh, share some things about your life. And I thought it would certainly be uh, just real helpful helpful for people who are listening. And um, so we'll just jump right in. I just want you to just feel free to share whatever you know, is on your heart and maybe just start with your, when, you know, when you were young and, and met the Lord and kind of go from there. Well, um, I, I was raised in a Christian home. I, I remember accepting Jesus being filled with the spirit when I was five years old and I grew up in a good Christian home. Um, always went to church and, you know, was involved, but when I was a sophomore in high school, my parents um, found this church in Birmingham, Alabama, and they were we were living in Tuscaloosa, a little over an hour away. And they they heard this man preaching on the radio stuff that they had never heard before. And I grew up extremely poor, 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 and good parents, good family, but very poor. And um, when we when they started listening to this teaching, um, it was it was very eye opening. And so what it was is they were introduced to the Word of Faith. And so they started attending Word of Life, pastored by Pastor Scott Webb. And um, I came with them for a few times. And I tell you what, I saw something on those people I had never experienced before. As I heard joy, I heard faith. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. And I left um, 
we ended up moving from Tuscaloosa to Birmingham for the sake of the church when I was mm-hmm. just before my junior year in high school. Wow. And um, I, I, I couldn't wait to get there. And you got to understand that, like, I left a great high school life in Tuscaloosa. I was the, mm-hmm. I had just been nominated the head cheerleader. I had great friends. I was just, I had a lot going for me where I was. Yeah. But there was nothing I wanted more than to get more of the word. And I look at life today and teenagers today and I'm like, where is that hunger? Yeah. But I know it's in there in some of them. Yeah. And um, I was just so hungry for the word. And so we moved my junior year of high school. I plugged into the church, the youth group. It was just, it was my life and um, had a great experience. You know, I love the church. I love everything about it. I love the meetings. And then my senior year of high school, I, um, I, I didn't have a prom date. And so I, um, I asked my best friend, Erica, her brother, if he would do me a favor and take me to prom because I didn't have anybody. <laughs> and reluctantly rolled his eyes. He was like, sure, whatever. <laughs> so he did me a favor. But after I knew I had never had any interest in him, he had never had any interest in me, but we knew that we would get married. Oh. And so our first date was June 7th. We got married six months later. And so I married into the Webb family and it's just been a ride ever since. So <laughs> I never, I mean, you could have never put that story together, but God did. Yeah. So it's, um, that's kind of how I came into, um, uh, ministry, just marrying into it. Yeah. Um, so, but I've, I've always had a hunger for the word. I've never stopped. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been fun. Yeah, I can tell being around you for the, the years that we have and meetings and gatherings and different things. And yeah, there's such a hunger in you. And I love that about you too. I think it should stay in all of us, shouldn't it? Yeah. We should always yeah. be hungry, no no matter how old we are or, or the what the situation yeah. or circumstance, you know, just go after the word. For and, sure. And I'm telling you, it always comes through in, in good times and bad times. It doesn't matter. Jesus is the same. Isn't he? That's so. the exact, that is the truth. And you get to know different aspects of them in different seasons and stages. And That's um, true. I, I never had any, any kind of problems, any kind of upsets in my life until, <laughs> until it hit. And so, but it, it's just, um, he's just so good. He's, he, he just carries us through everything. He does. Um, it's been it's been fun walking with him. Yeah. And, you know, I think about life because I was kind of the same way in high, you know, elementary school, junior high, high school. We never really had any big traumatic problems ever, yeah. you know. And yeah. then it seemed like once I got in ministry, it was <laughs> an onslaught. <laughs> you know? I thought, what is happening right now? Um, so, you know, we know the devil's real, too. Yeah. But thank God he's defeated. Yeah. And when you hold on to the word and I love your, you put down your favorite scriptures, Proverbs 4, 23. Yeah. And um, I'm just going to read that because I think that's so important. And maybe you can tell us why it's your favorite. It says, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Yeah. So tell yeah. us about that. It's, it's, it's keeping your heart, but that, that word keep means to guard, protect and maintain your heart. Mm. And um, that verse came to me at uh, the darkest moment in my life. I, I was just 
you know, everything's great, you know, have this great life, have these two kids, two babies. I'm just, this is my dream. All I ever wanted to do was to be a wife and to, and to be a mom. And yeah. I was living my dream. And um, when they were really little, I was hit with some information and it just, it tore my heart out. Yeah. And um, I, I did not know what to do. And um, I got into my room and sat down and I just cried out to God. And I said, Lord, you've got to tell me what to do. And really, it was one of those moments that you expect Jesus to appear to you or send an angel or something. Sure. But he didn't. That is the verse that came up in my heart. I heard the words, guard your heart. Hmm. And I knew exactly where it was. And I went and looked at it and I just started. That was just everything to me. And yeah. from my heart, it kept it kept every aspect of my life moving in the right direction because I guarded my heart. It kept the wrong things in. I mean, the wrong things out and it kept the right things in. Right. And guarding my heart allowed the word that I put in my heart all those years to continue to speak to me and to lead me. Yeah. And um, my heart's everything. If I don't protect my heart, I can't protect my children. I can't protect my family. I can't protect any aspect of my life because my life, it flows from my heart. Yeah. Dead or one of the translations says, uh, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. Yeah. Well, that's pretty powerful, isn't it? Yeah. It's the course of your life. Yeah. So if somebody said, Tara, you know, I'm going through some hard, hard things right now, too. And I don't I, I know this is right to guard your heart. But how do you do that? Like, like what would be the practical way you could do that? Or there what? are two. There are two ways. If you if you a couple of verses above that, it talks about your eyes and your ears. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Miss Scarlett, I in that season of my life, there were so many temptations for me to look at certain things, whether it was blog, what you know, social media wasn't real big at that time, but blogs were really big. Yeah. And I wanted to because people were just slamming my family. They were just mm. I mean, it was just hate, just pure hate, evil. Right. Yeah. And I knew to never look at it. I kept my eyes protected. And I kept my ears protected. Mm-hmm. If if people that did not agree with what with the direction I was going, I, I cut off those voices in my life. Yeah. I listened to teaching that I trusted. I listened to people who were um helping to restore. I, I listened yeah. to people who were, I mean, you were one of them, you know, you were one of those people who mm-hmm. I could trust. And I remember going to your conferences, man, watching you and listening to you. It was just like it was just a God sent to me, just people who were strong and anybody, even people that were in my family that, that did not agree with my choices. I cut them off for a season yeah. because I would not let my heart get um, messed up by what I allowed in my ears or my eyes. That's, so That's Those are the two ways that I know to guard my heart. That's really, really good. And in, t- in today's world, social media, oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I know. It is it's it's a dangerous world. Yeah. So much. But there when I look at when I look at my life today, what God has done, yes, in my family, but in my business, yes. in my um my everyday life, my joy, my peace. And I think back to that verse being spoken to my heart to guard my heart. I did it. 
and That's I did it right. Yeah. And because of it, I'm seeing the results of it. Praise there's nothing, there's nothing that's, that's worth giving your heart up for. Nothing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's so important. Um, so you talked about your business. Tell us a little yeah. bit. I mean, I think it's so wonderful and so courageous to start a business. Like we say from scratch. <laughs> yours, yeah. Yours, you know, <laughs> wow. So tell us about it. Well, I never imagined it being where it is today. I really didn't. I'll, I'll be honest. My husband and I, we had left Alabama. We had moved out to Southern California and um, just trying to rebuild our lives. You know, we just we needed a, a place to heal and uh, there was an opportunity out there. And so we took it and we left everything we knew and we went out and just doing the best we can. So this was in 2007 when we went out there. In 2008, um, my husband started working as a financial advisor and he was just starting out in the industry. And it's when the economy tanked, like it was bad, bad. Yeah. And um, it was getting to be Christmas time. And I had like when I said we had nothing, I mean, it. we had nothing. Yeah. And I said, Lord, what am I going to do? I, all, all I was looking for was to earn enough money to buy my two little boys Christmas presents. Right. And um, the idea came to me about these ginger snaps. Well, these ginger snaps are my husband's grandmother's recipe. And a lot of people know about these ginger snaps. She used to make them for Brother Hagen all the time. He was he, he always depended on them. A lot of people know about them. But she taught me how to make them when I was, you know, living in Alabama. And so I um, I thought, you know, people out here in California, they don't know how to bake. So I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to just bake some cookies and introduce them to a few neighbors. I really didn't know many people out there, but I, I shared them with some neighbors. I shared them with my son's first grade uh, school teacher and people went crazy. <laughs> I mean, crazy. And I will say this. I, I did learn one thing. When when the economy tanks like it did then, and this this should encourage somebody for today. When yeah. the economy tanks, there are still people who are willing to pay do- top dollar for, for what they want. It's true. It may not be the masses, yeah. but there are still people who are willing to pay what you want for your product. Yeah. And so I made some ginger snaps and um, people went crazy over them. So I thought, okay, what now? Well, the idea came to me to go to the dollar store and buy some little uh, red and green tins, get some cellophane and wrap it up and tie a bow on it. I mean, people in the out West, they just don't do cute stuff like we do here in the (laughs) South. And so I did that. And I could not believe how many people bought those. I had people stopping by my house, just buying them off the, you know, the island as, <laughs> as I'm trying to bake. And, and I made enough money that year to buy my two kids Christmas, of course, the whole family Christmas. It was just, it was just an amazing experience. It really was. And so one of the people who actually bought some, um, was a businessman. He is a he was a financial advisor in a different company than what my husband worked for, but very well, very wealthy. Yeah. He bought several of them and gave them to different people and people loved them. And so anyway, the next year he no, let's see. No, the next year would be 2009. So 2010, I was back living in Alabama. He called me and he said, Hey, are you um are you gonna be uh making those cookies again this year? 
I had no intention to do it. And I said, yes, I am. So <laughs> just like that, I was back in business during the holidays. So I went, I, this time I kind of upgraded our packaging. I went to Hobby Lobby and bought boxes, you know, yeah, wrapped boxes and packaged the cookies in there. And we sent out, I don't remember how many, you know what? I kept the first, the very first check I ever got, the large check. It was a couple thousand dollars, maybe. And I did deposit it, but I just kept the check. And um, so, but it was just thrilling to experience that. So for the next few years, I did the same thing. Then I came up with a couple of new flavors. And then I started getting phone calls from people who had received those cookies, would ask him where he gets them. So he would give them my number. And he... um. He, he, so he would direct them to me. And so I started making them for different people and acted like I was in business, even though I wasn't officially in business, you know, not really legal, but just extra money on the side. And so I did. And then in 2013, I believe it was, I knew I had a decision to make. Um, I wanted to get a website. I wanted to go online but I did not want to do that without going through the proper steps legally. You yeah. know, we were back living in California at the time and I just wanted it to be right. And so I, I it was something I struggled. And the reason I struggled with it is because taking that step of getting legalized in California meant that's an automatic eight hundred dollar payment to make to the franchise tax board. And now it doesn't sound like much, you know, but at the time that was a lot of money. That was a big step. And I knew to stay in business, I would have to continue this and, you know, you got to keep up. So I took the step and I did it. I kid you not. I got online. It was a dinky website, but I got online and through word of mouth that we got an order for a three dozen box of cookies. And I was like, huh, you know, cause at, at the time, all of my orders were from people that I recognized or someone that I knew who sent them cookies, that sort of thing. I got right. this order from someone online and I thought, who is this? How did they even hear about us? Was somebody in Kansas. And so uh, we sent the cookies and about mm, maybe a couple weeks later, we got an email And it said, we ordered cookies from you. And we're wondering if you are set up to be able to ship anywhere from 60 to 80 boxes of cookies every month to all of our clients. And I was like, is this for real? I mean, (laughs) wait a minute. So I took the email, I showed my husband and I said, is, what do you think about this? He goes, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I asked a couple of other people and they were like, well, I mean, why are you doubting it? So it was legit. And we ended up starting to send cookies for that company. And that was in two, that would have been in 2014, I believe. And they have stayed with us all of these years. Wow. And honestly, from that moment, when that company did that, um, then it started reaching. So it's a huge financial advising firm. And they send those cookies to their financial advisors that they're in partnership with. Well, then those financial advisors under them send them to all of their clients. Mm -hmm. And it just automatically, it seemed automatic after I took that step, it seemed automatic that we were, we were legit full time Mm -hmm. into this. 
And it's just grown and grown ever since. You know, we have not seen one year of decrease. Wow. We have seen increase every single year. And sometimes, you know, it, it is, it's not easy work. It's, 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 um, it's serious work, but at the same time I look at it and I'm like, only God saw this. Only yeah. he could have seen this. And had I not taken that step and said, yeah. yes, we're doing it. It would have never happened. Right. None of this would have ever happened. And I, I really do. I believe in um, people just being encouraged to take, just take the first step. Right. Uh, along the way, I've definitely had some opportunities come before me and I've wanted to do it. And I'll just test the ice a little bit. And I've known no, it's not time to do that. I'll give you an example. When we were living out in California, um, probably 2000 in the 2019 mark, mm-hmm. I was this close to signing a five-year lease on a building. Oh. And I mean, I wanted it so bad. I just knew to do it, but there was something that stopped me and I didn't do it. And then 2020 hit. And oh, I can't see yeah. all the businesses that closed out mm-hmm. there, you know, during the pandemic. Yeah. And, and I did not see that I'd be moving, you know, back to Alabama at the time. And right. I just, I just do. I just see my steps being ordered of the Lord yes. through it. And um, I'll tell you this: there was, there's um, one thing that happened to me along the way. It was after a holiday season, and that um, original man who purchased from me, he, he continues to purchase from me during the holidays. Um. I was talking to him and, and I, you know, I've, there's a few people that I look up to in business and I'll get advice and wisdom from them and stuff. And I asked him, I said, um, were you pleased this year? He said, yeah. He said, I tell you what, girl, he said, you've really got something here. You have really got yourself something to, to, to make big. And I said, really, do you really believe that? And he said, I absolutely do. And when he said that, it was just a seed planted in my heart. And um, it was many, you know, several years ago when, and it was just something that went on the inside of me. There's a verse in Proverbs 31. This is another one of those verses that I love. And it says, she considers a field and she buys it. Yeah. And sometimes a field, yeah, it can be a literal field, but it can also be a dream. Sure. When he said those words, those words became a dream to me to build something big and to build something great. And I bought them. I sold off all my doubts. I sold off all my fears. And I thought, yeah, I believe I can trust what he's saying and I'm going for it. Yes. And so, um, you know, there's just little pieces along the way that have really helped me to stay steady and and stay encouraged. And um, we we have, we haven't seen any decrease over the years, only increase. That's so good. Yeah. And what you said about really being led of the spirit on that one business deal, you know, taking the lease. I think that that's key too. Don't you think so? Because sometimes mm-hmm. a business a model will tell you, this is what you need for the next step, or this is what, you know, and, and those are all, that's fine. I understand mm-hmm. some of that is really helpful, but then too, those, the, those models, they don't always know the future, mm-hmm. but God does, it's you true. know, the Holy Spirit knows and um, he can lead and guide you, not just yeah. in church or in your Christian walk or whatever, but in yeah. your business. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. wonderful. For sure. Um, the, um, I, I mean, I, I've read many business books and one of the things that I have 
I did have to learn is you can't be all things to all people. Yeah. Everybody, most people in, in like what I do, they start out as a retail bakery around town and then yeah. they grow into the online and the, you know, ship type thing. But it, it's been totally the opposite for me. I started shipping and yeah. I've never gone retail and I don't think I ever will. Yeah. I, I think, I think I've got my model right. and, um, but, but I was tempted to try to be like everybody else and yeah. open that shop. But the Lord, he did, he stopped me yeah. and the Holy ghost. I tell you, he is the greatest God in it all. The yeah. greatest. For sure. Yeah. So where did you get the name? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, many years ago, me and Erica, um, my sister-in-law and Phyllis, my mother-in-law and Peggy, my grandmother, my husband's mom and grandmother, the four of us got together and we were like, let's start a business. And so we're like, okay. So it was, what are we going to do? Well, I wanted to do cookies. Erica wanted to do a clothing boutique. And then there were some other ideas thrown out there. And so we were just like, well, let's just open one LLC that we can fit all of it under one roof. And so, um, the name Tangerine came up because we, we knew of a clothing boutique. I have no tangerine cookies. There's no tangerine in any of our cookies. <laughs> That's what but, makes it so interesting. <laughs> well, so, but it was the, it was our legal name and it was, and the cookies aspect of it was the only thing that stuck and, and yeah. kept moving. So I, I honestly, a few years ago, I thought about changing it, but it's, there's too many people who know about it. So it yeah. change it. Oh, I like, I like it. I think it's delightful. I really do. So um, for those of you who are listening and haven't heard, uh, the, the name of it is Tangerine Gourmet Cookies. And um, there's also a website. And I'm telling you, they are the best cookies you'll ever put in your mouth. <laughs> I love there's so My favorite oh, chocolate chip dipped in chocolate. Yes. It's yes. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. We were raised on chocolate chip cookies. So that's yeah. my mother and I just, when you have sent us some, oh, we just love them. They're good. so good. So good. I recommend them to everybody. Thank everybody. You. you haven't lived until you've tasted <laughs> one of Tara's cookies. And you have, tell them about what you have. You have the the uh, well, ginger snaps. Yeah, we started with the ginger snap. And then we've got that chocolate chip cookie. We've got an oatmeal raisin cookie. Um that honestly, the oatmeal raisin and the ginger snap are my two, two favorite. Are they? <laughs> they are. The oatmeal raisin is, um, it, it doesn't sound appealing because, you know, oatmeal raisin, who wants an oatmeal raisin cookie? It is a really good oatmeal raisin cookie. Um, and then we have a snickerdoodle, a sugar cookie, and a peanut butter cookie. And then we have some new stuff coming up. Oh. We've got a s'mores cookie that's in the oh. works and a chocolate a chewy chocolate cookie that's in the works. And then we're going to come, we have a, a holiday, a special holiday cookie that's coming, an orange cranberry. Nice. That yeah. Good. Yeah. And so we're excited. Pound cake. Oh yeah. And we have a Southern pound cake. Oh, yeah. it's delicious yeah. as well. Yeah. Now, yeah. was that one of Peggy's recipes too? No, the ginger snap is the only one that's mm-hmm. hers. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she, she, I think her favorite cookie is the chocolate chip as well. <laughs> That's funny. My my youngest son, he he 
for some reason, he never would eat my cookies. Maybe because I had, you know, if I we had leftovers, I'd bring them, put them in the cookie jar or something. He like always despised them. Like he'd much rather have a Chips Ahoy or something. And I'm like, whatever, you know, you'll you'll learn one day. <laughs> he finally admitted to me the other day. He's like, Mom, I was wrong. Your cookies are awesome. Oh. He said, I just thought that they all had nuts in them. And I said, Well, you snooze, you lose, buddy. <laughs> Because I don't bring them home anymore, so he missed out. <laughs> and, and I and unfortunately, I never get tired of them. Yeah, I, I really wish I would get tired of them, but <laughs> really, it would be great if I would. But anyway, <laughs> oh my! So it's been a really fun adventure, and seriously, to God be all the glory. I never set out to be a business person. I never set out to own a business, but I look at it. It's, it's been a, such a blessing to us. It started in a serious time of need and it sustained me through some really hard times. Yeah. And, um, and my family and, and we tithe our, our business ties to the church, you know, and we've been able to be a blessing to, to many people. And so I'm really, really thankful. Yeah. I'm sure. I know it's it's wonderful. I love it. So, are there any times that you remembered, like learning something, um, maybe uh, the hard way in the in the business, or something you've experienced that just brought a lot of personal growth, or anything? That um, as, as far as the the business is concerned, I think that one of the things that I wish that I would have been a little bit more. Um, I just didn't know. I, I didn't know many people, but I wish I would have been more um, picky or more specific when I when I um, picked a web developer oh, okay. website because that really is like the front door of my shop. Sure, you know, the website is, and so it it's fine. But I wish that I would have been a little bit more picky in that because it's a huge investment. Yes. Um, I will say that one of the things that really helped my business, and if people, if you know somebody is listening who is interested in doing that, finding a good referral partner base. I, I joined a couple of groups that were great for my business. It gave us a lot of exposure where we were living. Um, I, I'm not a part of them anymore. It almost, it kind of did its job and then the rest is history. You know, if you've right. got a good product, people are going to come back, keep coming back to you. Sure. And so um, I wish that I would have done marketing, more marketing on the front end. I really don't do a whole lot of marketing, but that's one of the things I, I do wish that Um, I had done differently. So, um, but you know, for the most part, I just, I did what I could with the strength and the ability that I had and God just made up the difference. Yeah. Yeah. He always does, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And the the website looks great now. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And the picture of you and Miss Peggy, that's so cute. (laughs) I like that one. Well, I appreciate your time today, Tara. I really do. And I know that this has been an inspiration because so many women and men too, of course, um, have things that, you know, gosh, we could do this or we've always wanted to do this. And um, so I know that you've encouraged them to take that step. Even, you know, you said that $800 seemed like uh, insurmountable amount. And it does when when you're looking at, you know, very a very needy uh, atmosphere in your home or your you yeah. with children and et cetera. And, um, but just, you know, like you said, thank God you took it. Thank God. you. Yeah. Did that, you know? yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard so many stories of people that, 
it was it was risky when they yeah. you know started some the guy who owns Starbucks that story is incredible um what what he would have missed out on had he not you know taken that initial step i mean right. there's so many stories like that out there and but it is it's just a first step and there there are so many things that when you if you take a step and it's not right you'll know it sure you know? you'll know to to pull back on it Exactly. Um, so it, it's just, um, and that's the great thing is we've got the Holy ghost and he's, right. he's able to lead us and guide us and the world doesn't know anything about that. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. And I think too, if we do make a mistake, what I've learned in my life is that it's still valuable because I've learned sure. something through that. For sure. And so I don't count it as, oh, well, everything's, you know, right. and, you know, by the wayside now. I think it's, you know, a good learning experience and yeah. uh, it just makes you a little wiser and things too. So yeah. uh, it's been really good hearing all this. Thank yeah. you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. It really yeah. is an honor. I've always looked up to you so much. My oh, goodness. You. Thank you, Tara. Sure love you and your whole family. You. Thank you. The church up there, praise God. It's magnificent. I'm so Amen. excited. Amen. In the ministry and in your business. And thank you. So God bless you. Thank you for being on today. Yes, ma'am. We'll talk. We'll see you soon. Okay. Well, I think that that was such an inspiration to all of us. Um, you know, some of us think, well, you know, we're, we're not young. We don't have young children and we starting something now would be really, you know, too late in life. But there are people that have started very late in life with things and been very successful. So I don't want you to think today just because you're of a certain age that um, the dream in your heart cannot come true. I mean, I believe that God can make a way and he can uh, Actually, you know, I say this time and time again on this podcast, but I think it bears repeating is um, God loves to use old people too. He, you know, he picked out old people in the Bible to to do really cool things with like Abraham and Sarah, you know, and uh, and then you look in the, in the New Testament and you see um, him using uh, Elizabeth and and uh, he was barren and, you know, and, and others and. I won't go into my own teaching right now, but I just want you to know that young or old, um, God can use you and you can start and you can make a difference in what God's put in your heart to do. So uh, take this uh, encouragement today that Tara has uh, shared with us and and put your hand to the plow and, and do what God's called you to do. Be encouraged. God bless you. Well, thank you for tuning in today to uh, this podcast. We have another one coming up. In fact, it's every other week, the first and third Friday. Hopefully this has spoken to you. If you would like to, we have a magazine. It's called Grace and Faith Journal, and it comes out once a quarter. And we'd love to send that to you. It has interesting articles. And then it tells what we're doing at Horton Ministries International to help people and to minister people around the world. If you want to email us at office at scarlethorton.com, then you can uh, give us your address. We can send you 
our Grace and Faith magazine. And if you're in Tampa, Florida, come see us at Grace Harvest Church. We pastor our local church here. Uh, but we mainly want to pray for you uh, and encourage you. So uh, again, if you need prayer, email us for prayer. We'd love to do that. And uh, tune in next time. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.